Come True podcasts would be a whole different genre. Ooh. Yeah. Like it would be like a Make a Wish Foundation, uh-huh. except for <laughs> except for murder. Yeah. I was thinking every episode you get closer and closer to committing yeah. the murder. Yeah. <laughs> That's a great idea. A idea. Episode eight. Mm. We're outside the house now. <laughs> They're in there, don't we turned the lights off. It's okay. I'm going to go get, get the phone. Audio drama, wouldn't it? It would be. Yeah. Better than a lot of the stuff. Um, yeah. When they're, they're soliciting for ideas for a new Elm Street movie. Ooh. Means you don't get paid. <laughs> and they get the glory. And uh, they're also going to reboot Texas Chainsaw again. Uh, again? Mm-hmm. Third time lucky. Third time. <laughs> oh. They're going to skip all the sequels and do a new number two. <laughs> uh, good times. <clears throat> Whereas I would ignore all the movies except number two. And have, you know, a direct sequel to that. Mm. But no number. They don't put numbers on them anymore. Now you got to give us a little subtitle, you know. Right. Like uh, Terminator Dark Fate. You guys ready? I was born ready. All right. <laughs> Listeners, if you're ready, we are Chewing the Scenery Horror Movie Podcast. We're a podcast that's going to talk about a horror movie, which we shall ruin. We're going to talk about several. We're going to just spoil them. And uh, recently watched, maybe not so much spoiling, or maybe... And we thank the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. You can find their music on Amazon or iTunes, where you can buy it digitally. And you can say hello to them on Facebook, where they are the Moon Dash Rays. And we are chewing the scenery on the Facebook and the Instagram. Are we? Yeah, in fact... Um, uh, met- Not on the Facebook anymore. No? I'm hardly oh, ever on the Facebook. ties. Face- oh, man. It's toxic. I mean, my name's still on there. Your yeah. photo turned up this week. Oh, I'm sure. Uh I think it was Novan Skyver photo of his uh, book signing at uh, Kibor. Oh, okay. You're in the photo. Oh, cool. That was a long time ago. More than 10 years, probably. So, um, other than the usual mischief I get up to on uh, Instagram, I met some cool, well, met, virtually met some uh, some cool podcasters on there. Uh, and I want to shout out the uh, Nightgeist podcast. And that's uh, Liana and Erica. They are lovers of the paranormal and the macabre, which they drink and talk about. So they're not unlike us in the sense that they have drinks in front of them. I think that maybe there's less driving involved because they just Skype in. Oh. So we have one in Northern California, one in Southern California. Ooh. Typically, they don't get along. Well, you, would, <laughs> you would think that would be the case, right? Yeah. 
So, um, anywho, they uh, have a really fun podcast. I've listened to five episodes, and it's really cool. We should ask them L.A. or San Francisco. Um, See well, them fight. You're right. What's a better city, L.A. or San Francisco? I'll have to listen to this. It sounds like a good podcast. Yeah. You know, just drinking. Nightgeist? Yes, Nightgeist. And uh, they, it's, uh, it's fun because um, sometimes people are a little, like, uh, a little put off by certain things. And uh, one of the ladies cannot handle the thought of aliens and UFOs. And you can tell she gets a little barfy thinking about it. Like? Like, just the whole thought of it. Like, weirds are out, or yeah. she just thinks it's stupid? No, weirds are out. Like, oh. She's, like, authentically creeped out by the concept of creatures from another planet. Uh, Coming and getting you? Yeah, or just hovering around, checking us out with no explanation. Hmm. Do you have one of those things? A, a non-explainable <laughs> Yeah, a thing that... that thing? You, yeah, one of those... Uh, um, other than the croissant? Well, okay, there's a the mundane X-File, yeah. Yeah. Um, for our new listeners, uh, I'm Richard, that's Will, and uh, across from me is Jolian. And uh, we've probably all got different things that are sort of, uh, like, I don't like the idea of a ghost showing up where I live, and then suddenly I got to negotiate whether I want to stick around. <laughs> Like that, that thought, the thought of that is, is not cool with me. Mm. I don't think it happens to me. I think it does happen to other people. I'd love to see a ghost. Would you? Yeah. It'd be uh, fascinating. Other than just swatting a croissant off of a, a, a table. True, but. Or a countertop. Really, you know, seeing something. Like a full a body ghost? apparition. Yeah. Could that rewrite your view of the universe wouldn't it yeah wouldn't it be, would you tell people i think you'd have to but maybe not well that's kind of been the whole problem with ufos uh other than just being unidentified the ones that are actually in theory extraterrestrial uh-huh if you see that then if you go ahead and tell people about it then uh, your sanity is called into question with some folks mm-hmm. yeah or your grip on reality at least and if you're a pilot, then that could be your career, mm-hmm. which should not be the case. If you're up there flying and that's what you do for a living and you see something you can't explain, you should be able to talk about it. And finally, we're at the point where some pilots have been able to. But there was a time where that was a career ender for a pilot. So Not like drinking. <laughs> yeah, that's fine. The drinking is fine. Yeah. Yeah. Seeing anything streaking through the sky that you can't explain, not all right. Yeah. Anywho. Um, I never thought that would be fine. Yeah. On the you know the early if you thinking about the uh, Foo Fighters and uh, the you know the original Flying Saucer reports. Yeah. They're just saying I'm seeing some stuff. I don't know what it is. They're not saying, hey, there's an alien race come to visit us. And yeah. Probe <laughs> our farmers. Right. But when you describe it, and it is way outside the capabilities of current technology, then isn't it a de facto otherworldly thing? Yeah, but I, um, I, but I, I mean, you, I think you're assuming that it's it's actually doing what they say it's doing. Yeah, it's actually you know a physical object. I mean, well, okay, and not a reflection of light doing or something. Yeah, weird tricks on the clouds or something. Yeah. Swamp gas. 
Swamp gas. Sure. Or Venus. <laughs> the planet, it's the planet Venus. Yeah. I don't know, man. I just, I've watched way too much UFO stuff lately to just. You need to balance it out with some Bigfoot stuff. Well, you know, that brings me to another shout out I want to give, and they probably won't listen to us, but um, uh, Bigfoot Collectors Club is another fun paranormal podcast, and it's not all about the Bigfoots, but they just call it that. So it's a good um, umbrella name for something Mm -hmm. where they do talk about all kinds of different paranormal, and that one's really fun and funny. And um, yeah, so that's another one I've been listening to and enjoying quite a bit. All right. Yeah. Uh, Since last time, have you watched much stuff? Julian? Uh, yep. I've watched a bit. All right. Why, why don't you start off our okay. recently watched and just tell us uh, some stuff? Let's see. Um, exploring the internet. Mm-hmm. Uh, I watched uh, The Blood Drinkers, which is a Filipino movie from 1968. Wow. Uh, Gerardo de Leon, or Gerardo de Leon, he, he directed Terror is a Man, hmm. which is a kind of Filipino. I think I've seen The Blood Drinkers. Um, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty cool. It, it's like a. a vampire story where the, the vampires are preying on the tenants of the land okay um and the the uh, lead vampire is this guy in a cloak called marco and he's got a hunchback called gordo yeah <laughs> and gordo. then he's got a dwarf called biru and uh, an auntie named Do- doña marisa and uh, and a, a, a an assistant named miss tanya and a bat called basura uh-huh and then the good guys there's uh, Wait, basura means garbage. <laughs> yep, but yeah, oh, that's okay. how it's spelled. Okay. Um, and um, on the good side, you've got uh, the woman's name Chirito and her boyfriend's Ruben, and uh, they've got their own hunchback named Cadiz. And there's another hero named Victor who drives around in a, a vintage Corvette, and he's, he's got a quiff going. Hmm. Um, and the Marco the vampire uses a whip to discipline his his thralls and also to draw blood. All right, he, he can like nick someone with his whip and start mm. start a flow going. So like Tom Savini, <laughs> you ever seen him operate a whip? No, I have not. Oh, he's really like good. Lash he's good Larue. Larue. Is he? Yeah, he is like Lash Larue. He, he directed part of the last episode of Creepshow. Oh hell yeah! Did yeah, you, you told us one? that Joe Joe King wrote that one. Yeah, I'm sorry, Joe Hill. The one about Champ. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, uh, let's see. So the, uh, there's a priest who goes up against the vampires and he, uh, uh, they, they've got like these different bits of vampire lore in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so the priest explains that, uh, it's a vampirus bacillus, which turns the blood into something like hot glue. So they're impervious to bullets because, uh, it would just like, yeah, won't harm hot glue. So you need to um, uh, use wood because that turns the hot glue to water. Oh, sure. I didn't quite follow the science of it. Yeah. Um, I see the logic. They're also not uh, afraid of crosses. They're afraid of the glow from crosses. So you've got to get light to bounce off. And that's how how vampires can walk around cemeteries at night, which are full of crosses, because the the sunlight's not not bouncing off of the crosses. Oh. It's um, like I found out recently why vampire lore is that they don't appear in mirrors. It's because it's silver. Okay. So the silver oh. backing on old mirrors. So if you had a modern mirror with whatever crap they put on there, 
I, I heard it's because they had no souls as well. That's another explanation. That was the explanation I always heard, but... Hmm. There's so many variations. The other one, I think, makes a little more sense with the thought of yes. silver. Yes, um, You know, and then I guess they wouldn't appear in old photographs that would use silver. Right. Oh, yeah. Because it would be the silver gelatin yeah. situation. Yeah. Um, so the uh, Marco is after Chirito's heart to uh, transplant to his lover, Katrina, who is uh, Chirito's sister, so that he can bring back his, his loved one. Um, the, uh, uh, there's, a, there's, a, there's a couple of instances where the vamp- vampires or people who've been turned into vampires try to feast on their own children. Mm. Um, that's, that's a little interesting. Um, and, the, and there's a there's a bit where the padre says a prayer and the vampires are freed for a while. They they become like regular people and they're like fro- frolic in the flowery fields for a bit and then they then something goes wrong and they turn back to vampires. Back to the vampirism. Um, and uh, and then and there's a scene at the end where a vampire stakes herself. I've never seen that before. Yeah, I don't think I have seen. So that. it's pretty well shot, and it's like uh, it's mostly it's full color when it's just people, but when the vampires turn up, everything goes red, and it's not just like I thought. It's just like a, a filter, the yeah. you know, a camera filter uh, gimmick, but uh, all the uh, the regular humans are saying, "Oh, everything's gone red." And huh? Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty cool. I, I enjoyed that one. There was a um, a comic that I had when I was a kid that uh, had a vampire suicide in it. And I think it was somebody who was recently turned and didn't want to be a vampire, and they just propped a stake in like a desk drawer, <laughs> pointed out, and just ran at it. Oh, oh. yeah. It, and I, as I remember it, it was one of the magazine-sized comics. Okay. Yeah, sounds so, sounds right. Dracula lives or something. Yeah, I think it was one of those. Well, that one didn't. Let's <laughs> <laughs> um, see. Uh, I saw uh, a couple of the uh, Chandu movies in, from the '30s. So the the first Chandu movie. Um, you have uh, Bela Lugosi playing the villain hmm. who is facing off against this magician named Chandu. Oh, okay. And then in the next two movies, Lugosi plays Chandu. That's not Facing confusing. off against evil magicians. <laughs> yeah, sure. Just switch it up. Why not? Yeah, I know. I, I can imagine the internet just exploding back in 1934. Oh, to hell with everything. Just cake for dinner. Who gives a shit? Yeah. There's hey, no rules we, for anything right. anymore. Why don't we have Lon Chaney Jr. play Frankenstein, and then <laughs> uh, then a mummy, and then we'll have uh, Lugosi play Frankenstein. I'm sorry, Frankenstein's monster. <laughs> don't at me. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Return of Chandu, 934, but Lugosi as a magician protecting an Egyptian princess from a cat cult. Cat cult? Cat cult? Cat cult. Oh, hell uh, yeah. They, I think it's uh, based off of Bastis. Oh, yeah. Cat. Well, I don't know about you, but man, I heard those words and I don't even know what it is and I love it. Cat cult? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sounds awesome. Cat um, cult. So uh, he, he's, he's, you know, he, he's kind of slickly dressed. And he's got his spats on. He, you know, he's quite a handsome dude. And I, I wish he could have play, played more of these kind of weird heroes instead of yeah. Dracula. Creepy villains all the time. Because, you know, he's a magician, so he's got all the, like, the, the hypnotic eyes and the hand movements that you want. Yeah. yeah. But he's, he's on the side of the angels and these. We need it's more quite, of that. quite fun. Um, so uh, he, he ends up, uh, uh, the, the princess Naji falls for him. So they become a couple at the end. And uh, the, I think these are condensations of a serial. Uh, oh, so, okay. so the next one is Chandu Magic Island. 
um, where uh, 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 he has to go out to the island to defeat the cat cult. And uh, <laughs> they have uh, they have this huge wall, and it's the wall from King Kong. Okay. Um, and you recognize the thing. There's like no way. Oh, yeah. Else. Yeah. It's absolutely. And then the uh, <clears throat> those pesky Lemurian cat cultists are after the princess again. And uh, Lemurian cat cultists. Yeah. <laughs> Does it feel like it's in these like bite sized 20 minute increments? Uh, the, like I, a cereal would be? The first one, not so much, but the second one, definitely every 10 to 15 minutes, someone's in peril. There's a, there's a cliffhanger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love that. Um, so, uh, yeah, so this is, you know, Chandu is like one of the pulp heroes of the 30s who's mm-hmm. a white man who gets mystic uh, yeah. sorcery from the East. Yeah. You know, so you've got the shadow and. Uh, yeah. And then in the 60s, you've got Doctor Strange, the same, same sort of thing. But um, yeah, they were, they were quite fun. And then uh, the last thing I saw before the homework one was uh, Mountaintop Motel Massacre. Ooh. <laughs> from 1983. The three M's. Released in 1986. Um, Ooh, held back. Yeah, this is um, directed by Jim McCullough Jun- uh, Sr., who uh, he was an actor in the 50s. He was in Teenage Monster. Teenage Monster. And he was also in uh, Love Bug. Wait, what year was Teenage Monster? Uh, 58. I'm not afraid of those teenagers. I think we established that with uh, Rebel Without a Cause. It's like, you know what? I would have just slapped their their uh, yeah. switchblades out of their hands right. and just stomped on their foot or something. Um, so this one's got Anna Chapo in it and Bill Thurman. Um, I thought it was a pretty well-made uh, regional horror. This is all shot in uh, Louisiana. Hmm. Um Got Known good, for its mountains. Good photography. <laughs> uh, and some of the actors are pretty good, and you know, obviously pulled from the local theatre groups. Um, I thought the editing was pretty good. The gore was all right. Um, you know, for a low-budget horror movie, I thought, you know, it's, it's kind of nice and quirky. Oh, okay. Um, the, the killers, this elderly woman, although she's... She, so she runs this motel... And uh, but she's got tunnels beneath all the cabins, so oh. she can pop up in each of them, and and like she starts off by like uh, tormenting them by like letting various creatures loose in their rooms, like snakes or cockroaches or mm. whatever, and then she escalates to like she she has a scythe and she starts whacking people. There goes her Yelp reviews. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> and this just came out on Blu-ray from Vinegar Syndrome. Um, so, uh, yeah, I quite enjoyed that one as well. All right. Vinegar Syndrome is not bashful about putting stuff on Blu-ray. There's some stuff. That's <laughs> There's some like, treasures. Oh, my God. Like, and they'll straight up tell you, like, this is garbage, but it is beautifully quirky, weird garbage. Mm-hmm. So we had to get the rights to it and put it on Blu-ray. Yeah. They're especially good with this, like, regional zero budget stuff. Yeah. 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 And a uh, good deal. You know, someone's preserving it. You know, improving it to its best possible form and then uh, making it available on a little disc that you can own. Yeah. Why not? Go ahead. I mean, w- there are so many worse things that someone could do with their energy and their money. Yep, and I saw a couple of them. <laughs> I bet you did, because I think I did too. What is this <clears throat> list you have here? Uh, well, I, I mean, once we've got through our uh, stuff we've seen, oh, okay. I made a list of all the dull movies that I could find on... Uh, <laughs> Amazon and Tubi. Oh my God, really? Yeah, I came out with 53 
dull movies that have just come out in the last 10 years. Wow. Dull. Like the sin of, of just not uh, being interesting. Well, probably, but I, I, I meant to say dull. Oh, dull. I thought you said because dull. Oh, Not your, dull. Your assignment for me was to see a, a dull movie that rips off Annabelle. Yes. Yes, an Annabelle mockbuster. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So that's 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 where that list comes from. Oh, I thought you said dull. I was going to say, wow, you watched all of them to find out how dull they were. That's horrible. <laughs> well, I watched uh, two, and they were really dull. <laughs> uh, dull, yeah. dull. <laughs> so, what about you, Will? What did you watch? Uh, this week, I watched the second series <clears throat> of End of the Fucking World. Oh, how is that? Um, it's okay. Just uh, okay. Yeah, it's it. It would have been much better if they just ended it with the first season. Yeah, it's not bad. Um, Ended with a big mushroom cloud, and that's it. uh, Well, no spoilers here, but spoilers. (laughs) Um, At the end of the first series, you think the guy James has been shot and killed. Okay. And they end it. Well, he's not dead. Right. Which felt kind of like a cheat to me. It felt like Three from Hell, didn't it? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Um. But, like, I uh, thought they were dead, man. Yes, exactly. Um, so, I don't know. It kind of spun its wheels. It was okay. I think it would have been more interesting if the, uh, you know, it's a love story if one of the characters was dead in the second season. What does the other person do? Wander the earth. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we watched, what did we watch last night? Manhandled. Manhandled? Yes, from 1949, starring uh, uh, Dorothy Lamore and uh, Sterling Hayden. And, uh, oh, so this was a noir vember watch. Uh-huh, okay. yeah. And uh, Dan Daria. Oh, yeah. So, uh, he's pretty good, good. He's good psycho. Oh, he's a total psycho in this one. <laughs> nice. He, uh, he's a, a private detective. And his upstairs neighbor, who he he's kind of seen, um, and helping out. She's uh, works for a doctor, and he the doctor is a psychiatrist who has a patient who says that he keeps having a dream that he's killed his wife with a perfume bottle, and uh, sure enough, uh, oh, and she's got a hundred thousand dollar jewelry collection mm-hmm. um sure enough she turns up dead and the jewels go missing and uh and they set up the poor <clears throat> guy for it yeah they set yeah. up the poor upstairs neighbor right she's set up for it you know and uh oh, they play him for a sap huh mm-hmm. and then uh <laughs> sterling hayden is a insurance uh investigator so oh yeah you he's can't... always like one step ahead of the cops <clears throat> yeah you can't put anything past those guys they've seen it all yeah and he's good in anything, so. Yeah. Man. Um, I think our listeners should take a page from your book and do a noir vember. Yeah. At least, you know, one a week. Yeah, so we've been watching them. Uh, this week we had to watch two nun movies, so that kind of oh. stepped into noir vember. And I can't remember what let else. Me, let me go out on a limb and guess. Watched. Now nun movies are banned from your house? No, no. <laughs> Thankfully, the Italians... Have made enough nun movies <laughs> that they can't be ruled out. I suppose an Italian Frankenstein could probably slip under the the wire there, you know, because the Italians I can, I can give you a list. Yeah, oh. she likes Italian films, so 
Yeah, your wife is not going to put up with our bullshit for much longer, yeah. is she? <laughs> I don't know. What was it? Frankenstein's and... Uh, Friday the 13th's? Oh, yeah, no more... Well, I No don't more Jasons? Are there any Italian Jasons? Um, you know... There's a Greek one, but... <laughs> Oh yeah, and then there's that uh, that uh, Indian. Um, uh, uh, ma- what was it called? Mahal. Mahal. Mahal, the monster. Yeah. So there's an Indian um, nightmare on Elm right? Street. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. The, that's the Bollywood Freddy so Krueger. Uh, Mahan Kal. Something like that. Yeah, Mahakal. Mahakal, yeah. the monster. Yeah. Yeah, it's just, you know, if you translate that, it's Monster the Monster. Yeah, so if, if you want Elm Street, but with songs. Yeah, yeah. And uh, really, like, spot-on acting that's very realistic. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, and I think that's all that I've watched. Huh. Well, let's see. Um, <laughs> I watched... Uh, oh, I did a lot. I listened to a lot of impeachment hearings. Oh, yeah. All <clears throat> all week. Yeah, that was, yeah. That like was gripping, was Ten hours it? a day. Oh man! I was I was a political nerd again. So you it was get fantastic. You get, I missed Watergate. So yeah, I was really a little kid, and I was just like, they're always saying that funny word every morning hmm. on the news and Watergate. Yeah, oh. I, I was like a yeah. You would have been really young. Yeah, and uh, yeah, being a few years older than you, I can barely remember it. So I know you. So you yeah, just missed it. I totally missed it. Like five years. Um. So, you know, it's exciting that point. So, um, Will, you watched Piawackett, didn't you? One, yeah, one of you did. Yeah, okay. I'm pretty sure I... That was the angst-ridden teen girl that fiddles with black magic to kill her mom? Yes. They moved houses and she was mad about it. and like, um, I watched that. Um, I was kind of curious because I remember, um, what was it, Bell, Book, and Candle? That was the cat's name because mm-hmm. the cat was like the familiar. Yeah. So I thought, well, I should Google this because, you know, uh, the, the internet. Um, the name dates back to 1644 uh, in Manningtree, Essex, England. So that's that's the earliest recording of that name. Yeah. I don't it, think it was originally a cat, though, was it? No. It was one of the other creatures. Yeah, because the, there were a lot of creatures named as the familiars in those witch trials. Mm-hmm. And uh, more witches were hanged than burned, for anyone who wonders. Especially in England. Yeah. Yeah, they yeah. on the continent they were burned. Yeah. Yeah, that was uh you know, a more extravagant flamboyant thing that would only be done in the new world. So uh <clears throat> you know how we are. No, um, they didn't burn anyone here. They <laughs> hung them all too. Yeah, that's and true. They crushed one guy under rocks. Oh, that yeah. They pressed him. Didn't he say like more rocks? More yeah. weight. More, more weight. weight. That, yeah. that that his last words were more weight. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe it was just weight. Yeah. (laughs) Wait. But they were like, I think he said more weight. Yeah. No. Oh, good times. Good times. Good, good times, yes. Yeah. Oh, God. The English burned a lot of Protestants and Catholics, though, so no. That's that's true, too, I'm sure. (laughs) So when some jackass politician says that uh, what they're going through is the the worst witch hunt in, in the history, it's like... Get some fucking rocks. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> yeah. But, but he was confused that he thought a witch hunt was witches hunting people. Oh, he, that... had, it, he had it the wrong way around. Yeah, that's true. I, I won't name names. No, no, we don't need to name names because uh, I think that this problem is, is uh, at least in the optics of, of history, is taking care of itself. 
in uh, in other ways, maybe it's not going to. But um, I, I think there's going to be a much better focused look at this in over time because of what people have uh, come forward and said about uh, the most terrible witch hunt this country has ever seen. Fucking idiot. Um, so uh, I was saying something in the drive over here about how sometimes you turn on PBS and you don't have any context for what's happening, but it's really cool. I happened into uh, something that maybe had 45 minutes uh, left to it. It was a documentary about a visual artist, um, Doug Aitken, A-I-T-K-E-N. Uh, I don't know that I heard anyone pronounce his name. Uh, but the I looked it up, and it was a PBS series called Artbound. It was season nine, episode three. And uh, it, it was Electric Earth, the art of Doug Aitken. And so what he does is he, he does visual art, and he does a lot of... Uh, a large screen um, video and some projection stuff as well. But then he also will do things where he'll have something constructed, for example, like this big dodecahedron-looking thing with mirrors in it that he has suspended in the ocean and then films like the sea creatures going through it. And there's a lot about your relationship to the Earth and whatnot, and it's really cool stuff. So um, I think he's from Redondo Beach or something, but he's a California dude that does really cool visual art involving a lot of video, and that was fascinating. And I, and it's like, I'm, I want to watch that from the beginning. And then I caught something else on PBS that I also had no context for, because sometimes I get annoyed and flip the channels on the, um, you know, the digital antenna, because I am a cord cutter. And um, there was uh, something called Codename Hunter, which was a Norwegian, pardon my murder. Okay. And it looked really cool. So that, like, they were talking about the people who were in it and the history of the show itself, which I think doesn't really go back, like, 10 years. But uh, that was cool. Um, and then uh, the missus and I started watching Killing Eve, which is a series, I think, on Hulu. And that was really cool. Sandra Oh is in it. Oh, okay. And it mostly takes place in European countries and places that Americans mostly fantasize about. Uh, and, uh, the, the, the villain, if you could call her a villain is, a is a, an assassin who clearly is a sociopath. She has no regard for human life and, uh, what? and she loves watching people die apparently. Huh? Yeah. One of those. Um, but it's, it seems like a little better take on it than what you, you, a lot of times you'll get the, uh, um, what was the one with Bridget Fonda that was uh, sort of a ripoff of uh, La Femme Nikita? La Femme Nikita, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 Yeah, sometimes you get that vibe, you know, from a show, but this one had a little better take on it than that. So uh, that and uh, Mockbusters, which this is a good segue into Mockbusters, I guess. I thought, well, you know, the invoking, clearly that's going to be... Uh, conjuring ripoff <clears throat> and i think it was meant to sort of hint at it not as much confuse you into accidentally watching it mm. like what's better for your movie than to trick people into watching it yeah you know uh so the invoking really didn't when i watched it didn't feel as much like a conjuring ripoff did so, it evoke anything uh, why didn't they call it the invocation well it was see, that's, the invoking sounds clunky i don't think anything got invoked Okay. To be honest with you, I think it was just sitting around waiting for some idiots to show up. Okay. Um, and it was more competently made as far as the look of the thing than what I was expecting. Oh. Because some of the stuff you go into it thinking it's going to look stupid and they're not going to know what they're doing with a camera or a light 
or hmm. a microphone hmm. or anything like that. Sounds familiar. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Um, but it was a little more competent looking than that. Hmm. And that took me by surprise. So the, the summary that you will find on IMDb is, after inheriting a house from the family she never knew, Samantha Harris and three friends head to rural Seder Ridge, which was actually, this movie was originally called Seder Ridge. As in Cedar? No, S-A-D-E-R. Seder. Seder. Yeah, S-A-D-E-R. Like, that's not even a word I'm familiar with. Maybe it's a surname. To inspect the property. Soon after arriving, Sam begins to experience horrific visions of savage brutality and unspeakable evil. Plagued by the sinister forces closing in around her, Sam descends into a waking nightmare when the demons from her past refuse to stay buried any longer. So some childhood friend of hers shows up, and uh, she's got these friends with her who seem like they're supposed to all be kind of like a group of friends, but then there's some weird static between some of them and uh, uh one of them's kind of condescending and assholey to another one and one of them's uh got some sort of inferiority complex and this girl is trying to be all quirky and then a couple of them pair off who shouldn't and um hilarity ensues um it doesn't do a lot uh, and i can't say that uh, I could recommend the thing except for it is 82 minutes long. <laughs> and uh, by the time you realize it's not going to do much, it's it's over. It's on its way out. Um, they estimated the budget was $11,000, which makes huh. me think it's a bunch of friends who some of them were filmmakers and had some cameras but available. But it's still decent looking. Yeah. Huh. And like I said, competently made. Um, the story wasn't great. Um, uh, let's see. I'll read a user review that was three out of 10 stars. Um, This is an IMDb uh, user review. The other three reviews must be self-promotion or from the crew, because without a doubt, this is one of the slowest, most boring movies I have ever had the displeasure to sit through. Wooden acting from all the blonde, the blonde girl irritating, uh, the blonde girl irritating quote unquote acting beyond belief. At the 48-minute mark, I had to check out to see how long the movie had to go. Only 32 minutes? WTF. But nothing has happened. And I noticed that, too. Like, not much had happened yet past the halfway mark. I've checked on times way earlier than that. Sure. So it can't be that bad. Right. Yeah. 48 minutes. Yes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. That's pretty decent. It'll be over soon. Just they go out sit back and... Try to think of a decent movie. Ooh, yeah. they, they spelled favor with a U in it, so I wonder if this is an English Ooh, person. Could be. Or a Canadian person. Um, nothing at all for any real substance. Nothing at all. And not even psychologically speaking, do yourself a favor and pass on this one. <laughs> it's a stinker. I watch horror movies all the time. Oh, shit, Jolene, you totally wrote this, didn't you? Yep. <laughs> And it's hard to find one I haven't seen, so therefore I see a lot of rubbish, but very few make me want to write a bad review. I cannot believe this piece of rubbish has a vote of 68%. Oh, two rubbishes. Oh, that's harsh language. Yeah. Now that makes me think they're trying too hard to sound English. Yeah. They, they said rubbish No, twice. it must be a really bad movie if he's complaining that much. Yeah, that's true. So the invoking, um, <laughs> not a big recommend, and it has fuck all to do, there's an English thing I can say, it has fuck all to do with The Conjuring, other than just sort of hinting at it by saying the invoking, because that is a similar word to a conjuring, uh-huh. to conjure or to invoke Synonym. something. Yeah, yeah. 
So go away and watch the wailing. That's a good one. Yeah. Um, so feeling unsatisfied, I thought, well, maybe I need to just be like, hey, guys, listen, 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 man. This was not a mockbuster of The Conjuring over here. And I thought maybe I need to watch something else um, mockbustery. So I looked up um, actual mockbusters, and I found uh, one called Halloween Night, which was made by the most infamous uh, mockbuster producer, The Asylum. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And... It Life w- is too short. It is. And I'm glad you said that because, you know, three hours of my life, <laughs> I'm going to try not to think of this on my deathbed. Maybe I'll get killed in a horrible accident. Um, <laughs> I tried to watch their mockbuster of uh, Pacific Rim. Oh, yeah. Like oh, Atlantic wow. Rim or whatever it was I wa- called. I yeah. watched that one. Oh, God. Oh, boy. Wow. <sighs> It's got well, one of the greatest non-endings. <laughs> yeah, I don't even know if I made it all the way through. Oh, it's so pathetic. It so, was bad. So imagine a factory that makes garbage. Uh-huh. Yeah, that's the asylum. Um, so Halloween night was one I thought, well, maybe I could be like, hey, guys, remember when uh, Halloween 2018 was coming out? Well, these jerks made... Uh, but this was made in 2006. So I don't even know why... They would have been trying to. Was a Rob Zombie? Well, no. This was a this was a The Asylum production. No, but I mean Rob Zombie's Halloween when did oh, those you come know, out? That's a good point. Um, I got them up here somewhere. I actually own them. Uh, let's see. Because it was around that time, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. You're so right. they were probably trying to. Yeah, you're you're right. 2007 is when this uh, when this came out. So they were trying to beat you to the punch and uh, fool you into watching their crap movie and it was crap. It was more of a, okay, so their their villain was a um, uh, an asylum, uh, well, it was a uh, an inmate from an asylum who escaped who was a burn victim. An asylum? Yes, believe it or not. Um, they, uh, they were a burn victim who had witnessed some shit and then they were wanting to go do their own murders and... Uh, it was dumb. It was so dumb. So let's not even talk about that as one of my mockbusters. So I went, okay, I got to find one that was a Conjuring ripoff. And then I stumbled upon something called uh, American Conjuring, which I'm about to find out in real time here. Was this thing made in Canada? Because I'm pretty sure it was. Um, let's see if it says. Yep, it was Canadian because um, they were... Um, Let's see, I, I made notes on it somewhere, but uh, there were some aboots and some stories and, you know, reference to the hoose, mm. you know, so I could, I could tell by the accent that it was Canadian. Uh, American Conjuring, um, uh, this, yeah, this woman said something scared the daylights out of me, uh, out of me, you know, just that pronunciation. Theater spelled R-E at the end instead of E-R. <laughs> well, I mean, just the, just hearing the characters talk and, you know, they say they're sorry. You know, that's how you know it's it's uh, probably Canadian. So American Conjuring, I think they just meant North America, which includes Canada. Okay. okay. Um, North American Conjuring. North American Conjuring. Sounds like a company now. It kind of does. North American <laughs> Conjuring. There, there was too much of a TV intro style to this one. It felt like the beginning of American Horror Story, you know, where they would have like the jittery, you know. Marilyn Manson Marilyn thing. Marilyn Manson style stuff. and um, Missing frames. There's a thing where, like, okay, Jordan Peele is is doing a good job of of 
knowing how to build dread and then actually startle you once in a while with an, with a proper scare. And then there are there are some films that just jump scare and it's just like, yeah, it startles you because it's a jack-in-the-box. You know, it just things jump into frame and they do some big orchestral strike that also startles you with the sound design. Well, this movie, as much as they wanted to creep you out or startle you with stuff, the, the timing wasn't good. And, and I think you need somebody who has comedic timing to go with the horror timing or something. Mm. But this movie was just like, oh, and then uh, you see in the shadows, there's a creepy, icky, witchy looking demon woman. So what? You just have this so what feeling every right, time you see right. this drippy, gross woman with claws who's like sneering and hiding in the shadows. I'm like, yeah, there she is. The best uh, jump scare I saw recently was Crawl. You Crawl? Know, that, that one about... I haven't seen there's it. There's like a, a, the levees break and the houses are flooded and these gators get into this house. Oh, wow. Oh, that sounds great. Yeah, it, it's, it's pretty well done. But there's this jump... The, the second jump scare in the movie, it just comes out in the middle of the screen. You're just not expecting it to almost, almost had a heart attack. It was great. Sounds good. <laughs> I like it. So, um, yeah, the jump scares don't ever happen in this movie. Mm. Like, they try them, but they don't ever happen. But there's a uh, there's a sex scene switcheroo that's just priceless. Where sex scene like, switcheroo. The sex scene switcheroo. <laughs> you know that old bit. Um, the guy is... Isn't that in Revenge of the Nerds? Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> the original sex scene switcheroo. <laughs> that's true. Um, so the IMDb... Hey, guys, you want to go see sex <laughs> scenes switcheroo tonight? I would rather see it than another mockbuster. Of- yeah, I'll watch literally anything. You know, that, that, that shitty thing with Scott Bayo in it, I'll watch that. I don't care. Um, so the storyline, this is funny, it's like one sentence in IMDb. A family moves into an abandoned orphanage, and they soon learn that their charming orphanage has a disturbing history, and they are convinced they aren't alone. Thanks. Um, there's other orphans so no they don't even do anything good with you like they they start with a flashback like they establish that this is an orphanage and there's like a kids party and then one of the kids uh, gets tricked into doing some game where they go down to the cellar and have to be in the dark for five minutes or something and they come back out completely deranged and murder all the other kids okay so uh, are we still talking about Canadian conjuring yes okay yes North American conjuring company Um, yes so they, so they, uh, they establish what's going to happen by having like these kids at this birthday party, and then this this thing happens, and the kid goes nuts and slaughters the rest of them, and of course it drives the the one mom completely crazy, and she runs away, and she revisits the story later to try to tell these people what's up with the place they're living in, and that there's something wrong with it, but they want her to go away, and of course the realtor prevented them from finding out about all of this. So now they're a bad guy too. But then the husband, so it's basically this couple and their teenage daughter and I think maybe another kid. I don't remember. So um, at least a teenage daughter. I want to say there's a younger kid. She in a Ramon shirt at any point? She should have been. Like that's what she was missing. Because it is two daughters because well, because she is out in the woods smoking. And the other kid's like, I'm going to tell the parents you're smoking. And she's like, fuck off. <laughs> she was just missing a Ramones T-shirt. <laughs> so um, the 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 stepdad. No, is it a stepdad or the dad? I'm trying to remember if he's the dad or the stepdad. One of the parents is a step parent, 
And at this point, who cares? Um, they they basically have you going along with this. Uh, okay, what's going to happen? What's going to happen? Okay, this creepy witchy demon woman isn't scaring me. She shows up in the sex scene switcheroo, uh-huh. which is great. Uh, he goes Jack Nicholson crazy and even runs amok with an axe. Uh, the dog dies. No. Yeah, not cool. Mm-mm. You don't, you, you know, you don't axe the dog. You just feed the dog. You don't axe ax- the dog. What? Yeah, yeah. Well, you'll find out. Um, it's eighty-six minutes. Well, that's good. So there is that. It's in color. I suppose that's good. Um, so the film was originally called Bind, and the distributors changed the name to American Conjuring. It wasn't the creator's decision to change the name. Um, all I can really say about this is uh, they clearly switched the name to just make the thing uh, confusing for people who were looking for The Conjuring and maybe thought this was a prequel or a sequel or people who were dumb enough to not remember the whole name of the movie was actually shorter than American Conjuring. Uh, do you want to hear a two-star user review? Yeah. Yeah, yes, please. Uh, yes. I fell for the title of this movie, even with its blatant cash-in of the recently successful The Conjuring movies. But hey, it's a horror movie, so I decided to give it a go. And I did, and I managed to survive perhaps a whole 20 minutes or so of the ordeal that was the American Conjuring before I just threw in the towel and gave up. Getting up and, uh, getting up and uh, leaving to watch something else. Actually, not just me, but my wife did the same. I can't really give a proper synopsis of the storyline in the movie because the movie wasn't really in gear or had gotten any to any milestones by the time I gave up. But what gave me, what made me give up was the lack of a compelling storyline. There was just nothing that captured me, and he didn't get to the sex scene switcheroo. Mm. Well, that's the, why he wasn't captured. Yeah, the drippy demon woman who didn't startle you. He didn't even get that far. There was nothing scary anywhere in the 20 minutes that I endured, and the acting wasn't really a factor that worked in favor of the movie either. It just added fuel to the reasons why I gave up. I haven't the faintest clue of what the directors Dan Walton and Dan Zachary, which I thought would be called the Dans, but they're actually called the Double Ds, um, set out to accomplish with American Conjuring, nor do I claim to have any further interest in finding out, but thumbs up for actually managing to make a movie nonetheless. I have no inten- intentions of returning to finish American Conjuring, not even if I get paid to do so, <laughs> which, good luck, no one's going to pay you to watch this. Um, once a movie fails to impress and captivate me, uh, the, then the race is over, so to speak. I am also sure that there are uh, there are someone somewhere out there that would find some kind of employment enjoyment in American Conjuring, but it just wasn't me. So there you go. Oh, um, your review was so weak. That was a very weak review. It's like you watched 20 minutes. You, don't you get watched the, 20 minutes of it, and then you you, you, you kind of waffled at the end there like, well, maybe someone would like it. No, yeah. no one should like this film. <laughs> I had to sit through 20 minutes of it. Right. And it was awful. I could tell you from having watched more than 20 minutes that the fake blood is three different kinds of bad. None of it looks realistic. It looks like uh, sort of translucent like motor oil in some scenes and like black paint in other scenes. It just doesn't work. Uh, you killed a dog. You stole stuff from The Shining uh, and didn't use it properly. Uh, total misuse of, of drippy demon woman with the 
you know. Switcheroos. The switcheroo was funny in a way, uh, but uh, the the guy just goes crazy and he does some killing and who cares? Who just who cares by the end of this thing? Um, as mockbusters go, this is about what I expected. Crap. <laughs> So you guys must have had so you better set a high bar there. Yeah, you guys must have had better experiences than I did. Mm, I drew the nun. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, I couldn't find a copy of the nun to watch, so I didn't watch the actual the blockbuster. We'll uh, call it. Yeah. Um, but I did watch two nun movies that came out in the last year or two. Both mockbusters. First one was called The Bad Nun. <laughs> um, this was a low-budget film. So low-budget, they couldn't afford makeup or even a comb for some of the people's <laughs> hair. Wow. Um, I'll give you a brief rundown. Um, it opens with this video screen of a little boy and someone's telling him something. And he just repeats it over and over and over as the picture gets closer and closer, closer, and it's you know all pixelated. Everything's very arty. And then it cuts to an open of uh, some lady looking at Tinder or something on her phone, and the guy's like, "Hey, you want to come over for a drink?" And she agrees, and she goes over and she's like, uh, she knocks on the door and. Nobody answers, but then she gets a text. It's like, just come on in. She goes in, looks around. A nun shows up and stabs her and then pushes, holds her head underwater in a tub till she dies. And then it, the, the words come up on the screen. Three months later and 58 miles away. Um, this is how clever this film is. Um, so we get to travel time and distance. Uh-huh, yeah. We were just glad they went forward. Because we would have shut it off if they had gone back, you know, mm. three months ago. Because that's my least yeah, favorite. Don't like that, do you? I hate that. In 1848. <laughs> uh, maybe if they jump back that far, it'd be yeah, interesting. It'd, yeah. Um, anyway, so we cut to a mom who didn't own a comb or had a really bad wig. <laughs> and she's telling her daughter who, this poor woman is in the movie, a whole movie. She's probably mid-20s. Whoever shot this, A, they had no makeup, B, they don't know lighting, and C, they shot her at the most unflattering angles oh. every shot. It was just, I was honestly, I got frightened when she first came out on screen because she looked ghastly. It was <laughs> like big dark circles in her eyes. She looked kind of dead and she pops into the screen all of a sudden. You're like, whoa, what the hell? Um, this wasn't even the bad nun. No, this, this wasn't this the bad nun. This is just a nun. main character. Yes. And her <laughs> name is Alicia, I think, or something. Okay. Um, Mom tells her that she should go to this Airbnb or go to this bed and breakfast. You're not really sure why, nor do you care. Um, she goes to the bed and breakfast and meets the owner, who's a charming kind of middle-aged English guy. And he says, oh, I have a couple other, I have one other guest and my kid's sleeping upstairs. This is your room, blah, blah, blah. We immediately said, yep, there's a killer. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it was. I mean, we said it as a joke. He, he's the bad nun. And he's the bad nun. Um, basically, she's alone in the house and someone comes and knocks on the door. 
and you see just the back of the habit she's wearing, okay. or the nun, and she whispers through the door, uh, I'm here to sell cookies. Could you open the door? I'm quite cold. And you're like, <sighs> and she just keeps doing this. This is like most of the movie. And uh, meanwhile, she's on the phone texting her friend who is coming to join her. And uh, um, they're still knocking on the door. And she's like, no, I can't let you in. And then um, her friend shows up. And I don't remember what happens. It's, it's kind of unclear. But her friend shows up and she's somewhere else. And her friend just lets herself in. And then you see the nun behind her walking up behind her friend and the nun's costume changes a couple times like they didn't have a consistent look sometimes it's just a habit with dan's face okay. sometimes he has a black cloth over his face another scene he has like i'm gonna say black face but it's actual black blacked out but he has white eyes and and around his mouth oh man uh does he ever change into a sexy nun costume no thank god oh um anyway her friend looks terrible in this movie this this ratty ratty wig and uh she has this giant she's up close to the camera she has this giant skin lesion on her chin i don't know if it was herpes (laughs) or what but it's truly frightening the other only scare in the movie was this poor woman's skin and that she was in this film like you couldn't even like comb her hair but something happens with the nun you don't the nun appears but you don't really know what happens and then we're back to the lady in the house uh alicia or whatever um and the nun's knocking on the door again and the nun has been inside at some point has moved some stuff around and she's starting to freak out and then she finds her friend in bed and her friend has some blood on her head but you don't really know what the nun did Okay. And she's kind of out of it at first, and you're like, oh, she she's dying, but then she gets up and seems fine. And it's just like, did she just go have a lie down? She got stabbed in the head and decided to take a nap. Yeah. Um, sleep it off. Sure. <laughs> just sleep it off. Um, they run around, and then the the Alicia gets out of the house somehow, and the nun has strung a rope over the railing it's a two-story house and he gets uh imogene is the friend's name and she's not knocked out not tied up anything he puts the looper over her head the noose and then has to run upstairs <laughs> and starts pulling her up and it's like just take the noose off your head and then when he runs back downstairs put it back on so he has to run back up to try to pull you up and just keep doing that <laughs> yeah um yeah, I think Bugs Bunny did a lot of that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah, so he just he pulls her up. She could have gotten out so easily. Oh god! And I think that's. I think we only get two kills in the whole movie. Um, two whole kills. Two whole kills, and what was the runtime? Then it just kind of peters out. Dan shows up. You've, you're like, oh well, yeah, we we figured that out a long time ago because there's only three characters in the film. One of them's the killer. <laughs> Well, on uh, Bloody Disgusting, uh, the the headline for their write-up on it was, The Nun Already Has Its Own Awful Mockbuster with The Bad Nun. Mm. If I just scroll to the bottom, if you'd like, I'll read you a few short reviews for this. Oh, I please. I like their, their tagline, The Bad Nun, Time to Repent. Is it? 
Uh, I like this. What a pile of steaming excrement. The bad nun, <laughs> the bad nun, even the title sounds like something a 10 year old would say. The movie, uh, this was a movie, uh, during the exploitation era called killer nun, which was saved only by its weird soft core pornography kink. That was the killer nun. Yeah. Um, um, I don't know. I'm not familiar with that at all. This, um, let's see, here's another review. It absolutely sucks ass. Wasting my time thinking it was something else. Well, you're stupid. You got fooled into thinking this was the nun. It had an extra word in it. Um, there's another one right after that. Yep, my brother fell for this the other day. He calls me after he rents it, and I said, next time, try calling me before you waste your time. Someone else says, why isn't this the worst thing I have ever seen? Why isn't, why isn't it? Wasn't, it wasn't the worst thing Probably I've ever seen. Probably because he saw the film I watched. Oh, yeah, that could be why. Probably because he watched Three from Hell. <laughs> the worst film ever. So, Will, you watched it. Oh, no, no. And then we watched uh, The Nun from 2018. So this uh, isn't The Nun that was the popular one. How did they no. get away with titling it the same thing? Well, you because can't copyright Nun. Yeah, you can't copyright The Nun. Okay. Um, there's about 15 movies on there. There was one called The Vision ours that I pr- want to watch that actually looks like a good movie, maybe. Ours is pronounced The Nun. <laughs> yeah. Have they done Amityville Nun? Ooh, <laughs> Ooh that is they great. should. Okay, how does that one go? <laughs> These people move into this house. Yes. One of them's a nun. <laughs> Hilarity ensues. <laughs> They've opened the house, but it's a... a uh, nunnery now. Yeah. Oh, okay. You I like know, that. A convent. They hire a housekeeper who turns out to be a nun. So we watched The Nun, 2018. Um, this movie opens with a uh, a nun visiting a psychiatrist. Um, then she. It's hard to keep this one straight. I've got this one, the other one, and uh, End of the Fucking World Series 2 all mixed up in my brain. So (laughs) I'm glad we all took our assignments seriously because each one of us saw something which (laughs) didn't quite hit the mark. And then we tried again. Yeah. And and we just put ourselves through another one. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. So basically, three pieces of crap. This thing is there's a doctor, this nun, and then a lady wanders in who looks like she runs in an antique shop. She's the doctor's wife. I don't quite know what their business is. It seems like maybe he was running a psychiatry office in the back of their antique shop. How's her hair and skin? Uh, their hair and skin was okay. She obviously was wearing a wig. But they tell the, the lady, the nun, could you go to, I don't know, Pruny Town or whatever, and uh, get the sprayer for us out of storage. And you're just like, what the fuck is this got to do with a nun? And then they tell her, dress classy, but kind of sexy. And then they mention, make mention of somebody she might meet. But basically, the whole movie is her driving out to this storage facility giant storage facility in this rundown town she gets in there and can't get out and so she wanders around in a storage facility and hears noises and everything um 
she absolutely loses her shit after about 10 minutes of being locked in there. I mean, you don't have a, you don't have very far to go as far as she just like freaks out, loses the sprayer, I might add, uh-huh. just leaves it behind, unguarded. Um, Naturally. And so she makes her way through this building going lower. Well, first she goes to the roof and then she starts making her way down through the building. And it kind of reminded me of Inferno. With the crazy oh, yeah. house, that building. I mean, it was the barest of, of ooh, that was a good movie kind yeah. of thought that <laughs> occurs to you. Like, this kind of reminds you, me of a better that. thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so she crawls through. She gets through the, the bottom of the storage unit, and there's a guy chasing her. She finds some people tied up. She finds some bodies. He never, never explains what's going on or who it is. And then... Um, she uh, gets an axe and breaks down the door and gets out and she runs past this big old truck and she tries to get in but she can't get it to start and then she notices, notices there's a bucket marked ammonium, ammonium nitrate Okay. and something called hot shot which I believe is like a gas additive you can put in your car Okay. Um, so she puts a handful of this grain ammonium nitrate in the gas tank and pours in this hot shot stuff and uh, runs off and the guy gets in the truck and he chases her for a while and then the, the truck explodes. Oh, okay. And she's thrown into a ditch and then she wakes up and she's in some, I don't know, darkened room with a priest. The doctor is now a priest and the doctor's wife is now a nun and there's some other clergy in there. And they're giving her an exorcism. And then uh, it just kind of peters out. It just ends. All right. Um, I don't I don't know what they were going for, why she was a nun. Uh, there was a lot of stuff that didn't make any sense. Wow. And some pretty bad acting. Any sexual switcheroos? No sexual switcheroos at all. That's too bad. Yeah. So I would avoid that one. That one was more dreadful than the first. The first one you could at least make fun of and, you know, make them lots of bed and breakfast jokes and bad Airbnb jokes, you know. Well, now I want to watch The Evil Nun. We, yeah. You just couldn't. I didn't make a list, but there were probably at least 15 nun movies on Prime alone and a bunch of them on Tubi. And these weren't probably even made before, like the nun shows up in what was it, The Conjuring Two? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They just and they just chucked that in there as an afterthought. Yeah, that was an extra thing for an extra scare. Yeah, it's like, oh, we're just going to make this spooky, weird-looking nun just startle you, and then ta-da, and then you know, flash forward, spin-off. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, flash forward to a boardroom meeting where these guys are like, all right, so check this out. Uh, the nun tested well, so we're making a whole movie around it. Okay. When the nun fights Annabelle. Yeah, that's a good idea. Nun versus Annabelle. Yeah. Yeah, sure. So you want to jump into your doll movies? Your doll <laughs> oh, movies. Oh, sure. Yeah, so you watch some doll movies. Yeah, so I made a list of doll movies I could find streaming that have come out in the last 10 years. And I came up with a list of 53. 53 doll movies. So that includes Anna, Annabellum, Anne. 
Antebellum. This I like the next one. But Baby Blues. Baby Blues. <laughs> Charlotte. Charlotte the Return. Uh, the Creepy Doll. Okay. That took a while to think out that title. Yeah. yeah. It's like the I've, evil doll. I've seen number eight. Oh, um, Curse of the Witch's Doll. Yes. Have you, you've seen that one? Yes. Well, I think the, the Creepy Doll. Would you recommend that one highly? Ooh, no. Uh, Dangerous Worry Dolls. It was one that uh, it ended like 20 minutes before the movie ended. And so they just threw in this uh, bit about uh, a kind of a steady cam bit where these two people are going through the creepy house at the end. You're like, wait, but the movie's over. We already saw the conclusion. And oh, no, the doll's still there. Oh, okay. Oh, goody. Uh, three called The Doll. The Doll. The Doll and The Doll. Yeah. Doll okay. Cemetery, Doll Graveyard, Dolly Deadly. Uh, there's a, a Korean movie called The Doll Master, and there's an American movie called The Doll Master. Ooh. Doll Murder Spree, Dolls with an S, Dolls with a Z. Or Z, as you say. <laughs> yeah. in this country. Uh, let's see. Uh, Halloween Hell. That, that's a crossover mockbuster. Okay. Uh, Hannah. The Haunted Doll. Ooh. Heidi. It's not a little Swiss girl. Oh, okay. I like this one. Hell Doll. Hell Doll. Mandy the Haunted Doll. Ooh. Um, Ooga Booga. Hmm. Oh, that is a bad moon movie. Paranormal Adoption. There's another cro- crossover. Ooh, uh, I like that. Paranormal off. Adoption. Um, uh, let's see. Rise of the Zombie Dolls. Five Robert movies. Oh, good lord. Man. Plus a short film about Robert the yeah. Doll. Yeah. So Robert, Curse of Robert, Robert the Tollmaker, the Revenge of Robert, Robert Reborn. Hmm. And that's the one that's in a museum in Florida. Yeah. Robert? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple bits about this on uh, like Ghost Hunter or paranormal shows or whatever, where they're like, if you're nice to him and you and you're not disrespectful, you'll be all right. You know, just make sure you acknowledge him and say nice things. And people who don't, well, they have a bad time. Uh, okay. Okay. Sure. Bring that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Throw some salt on it. Yeah. Why do you have that? <laughs> yeah, because they're afraid <laughs> to get rid of it. Uh, so anyway, I thought, well, I haven't seen a Hindi horror movie for a while, so uh, I tried uh, a movie from 2018 called The Past, which has a doll on the poster. And there's a doll in the movie, but it's uh, it's more of a conjuring sort of James Wan film. Okay. Uh, writer goes out to a quiet country house to get her novel done. Mm-hmm. Uh, hauntings ensue. Sounds new. So it's a haunted bungalow movie. Oh. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, you. You can call all the gags. You know, mm. someone's going to open a fridge door and something will appear behind the door, and when they close it, um, because we've all seen the medicine cabinet done to death, so now it's the yeah. fridge. I was quite amused at the end that they have two exorcisms going on at the same time. There's a Christian one and a, like a Hindi mythology one going on at the oh, same wow. time. Wow, good. Um, Cover all your bases. Yeah, so one one of them is like this woman reading from the Bible, and then the other one's like this guy waving one of Vishnu's trishuls and uh, both the same possessed woman uh, but it's not really a, a you know evil doll movie uh, then I tried uh, Charlotte from 2017 um, this is a, an anthology where a babysitter is tied to a couch and forced to watch stories on the TV by a doll which has the remote okay okay and the stories involve dolls 
and, uh, and it's okay, but it's not really a rip-off of um, Annabelle. Mm. Oh. And then I turned to... Annabelle, I mean, you have to pay to see, and I didn't want to take that risk. No. Uh, so I went with Anna from 2017. Uh, this is from the Crumb family. Who? C- really? C-R-U-M. Oh. Uh, it's made in Texas. Okay. It's 97 minutes. Um. So the director and Foley work is by Michael Crum, who also did Lake Fear. And the lead actor and production designer and stunt guy and animation guy and effects guy is Gerald Crum. And the executive producer is Rick Crum. Hmm. Huh. So it's a crummy movie. Well, you could go with that obvious. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so it starts off with a, an announcement. Uh, the story you are about to see is true. Names have been changed in certain details in order to protect those affected by this ordeal. Sure. So they can try to live the rest of their life as normal as possible. But possible. <laughs> Wait, this has got a misspelling? Yeah, so... So singular life. Apart from the, the poor grammar, yeah. po- possible yes. is spelled wrongly in the opening oh, man. message. Good Lord. Okay. So they put a lot of care and attention into this film? Yeah, I think so. This is shot on digital. It's murky. It's underlit. It's very hard to see what's going on. Often hard to hear. Uh, lots of close-ups of something. It kind of lingers on some dark something amidst other dark, murky things. And you're like, uh, is something going to... The bad nun did that too. <laughs> I think they were. I think you were supposed to see something out these windows, someone in the backyard, uh-huh. but I couldn't make anything out. It was just like, <laughs> what am I looking at, movie? Right. Uh, I can hear a sound effect of a slamming door at several moments throughout the first half, and it's the same sound effect. Uh, oh, good. Uh, I think uh, it starts with a student who has a bleeding eyes doll named Anna. You know, in these movies, you get these dolls that no one would have in their house. No. Yeah. Including um, Annabelle. I mean, that thing is hideous. So something happens with her. It's kind of hard to tell. Uh, then there's a pair of vloggers who want to film this evil doll, Anna, for a week. So that they can get famous on, you know, internet famous. Uh-huh. Um, so they steal it from a museum of the paranormal. And uh, the the... Uh, so here, here comes the one interesting idea. Anna is only activated by women. So, uh, you know, after being frustrated by Anna not doing anything, they decide to lure in a woman so that they can get some fame out of their their vlogging. Yeah, and hopefully some kidnapping charges uh, leveled against them. Uh, yeah, I don't know if they think that far far ahead. Okay. Um, there are lots of pauses uh, for no reason i could make out other than they forgot to edit that, <laughs> that shot uh i think the vloggers are meant to be comical although they're you know, obviously like kidnapping scam well, you, you said vloggers vloggers i thought you said loggers i was like they're, they're, they're i make, was picturing lumberjacks they're kind of they want to be like youtube famous okay um there uh there's more close-ups of stuff in the dark um there's one scene where the blokes are uh, naked, and there's this woman who's crawling towards them for several minutes. <laughs> you just see her put her hand. It's just someone. I, I expect it's meant to look like one of those 
like uh, interpretive dances they have in like Duan films and oh, stuff like okay. that where they're all twisted. But she's just like crawling along on her hands and feet just normally. It's like hand slowly goes down the floor and then the other hand comes down the floor. <sighs> repeat, repeat, repeat. Just goes on forever. Um, it finally ends and they they walk off like chuckling thinking they've been very successful. Um so I will say that to get a movie made and released uh, takes determination uh-huh. and cooperation. Okay. So kudos for anyone who can get a movie out there. Uh, please take that fortitude and work in animal rescue or, or a dispensary for veterans in, in pain or something. Sure. Yeah. Don't. Stop making movies. Don't make these wretched movies. So I, I I've I've recorded some of the uh, reviews I found. Oh, good. oh okay. good. On, on websites and and uh, you know just just uh, people talking about this movie. So positive ones. Okay. Why can't people see the humor? Good, good question. <laughs> I I missed it completely. I, um, there was humor, huh? Yeah, I was just miserable throughout. Uh, all caps. This was a masterpiece, and I can now die in peace. Oh, sure. Ah, I believe it. Sounds like a real review. You you weren't the writer or director of this. (laughs) One of the crumbs. Says Mr. Crumb. My magnum opus, which I think is magnum opus, but they've run into a single word. Ooh. My magnum opus, a masterpiece, (laughs) spelled P-I-E-C-E, of its, apostrophe in the wrong place, (sighs) own, so my Magnapus, a masterpiece of its own, it is single-handedly the greatest movie ever created. Single-handedly. single-handedly. Pass that sentence. Single-handedly. Yeah. Mordor himself gently crafted this movie. It's otherworldly, and then all caps, godly even. J.R. Tolkien. Okay. Couldn't create a better store. Just JR. So Junior Tolkien. Yeah. Okay. Couldn't create a better store. I have seen this movie eight times, all of them on purpose. Please. (laughs) (laughs) All of them on purpose. Please watch this movie. I accidentally watched it once. (laughs) Please watch this movie, even just for the impeccable acting. Hmm. Said one of the actors from the movie. (laughs) All right. Here's the next one. A good bros flick like Dude, Where's My Car? There was a half dozen times when the director should have stepped up and said, let's do another take. (laughs) Perfect audio. I mean, let's do another movie. Perfect audio. I wouldn't agree with that. Great gore effects. Good acting. One of the best indie horror comedies of 2017. Huh. And by no means did you see this reading as a comedy. No. Shall I get to the negative ones? Oh, Uh, yes, please. At 96 minutes, it really is a horrible ordeal. Ooh. Says W. Barnes. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> <laughs> the sound guy needs another profession, says someone else. Oh, good. Had to turn it off. It was so horrible. <laughs> Here's another one. Could be an English person. There is really nothing to recommend. The camera work was a nauseous assault on the eyes. <laughs> nauseous assault on the eyes <laughs> oh that's great uh, I can't get the time back camera are bad camera are bad 
atrocious. If you can get through the entire movie, you're doing great. <laughs> Which I would question. Right. I'd, I'd say you just wasted 96 minutes. But. Yeah. No redeeming quality to the films at all. And then I shall end with this one where I've changed the words slightly. How fornicating long was this <laughs> bull shine shine that I couldn't even see half the time because it was so counting dark to have the movie end and I have no counting idea uh, what the fornication happened counts you can substitute your own words first sure well I appreciate that you're polite I mean you know uh, we're not always but Uh, yeah so I I didn't like it okay so here's something that maybe is a little different than how we usually wrap up this portion of our show Normally I ask, so guys, uh, would you recommend it? Would you recommend it to like regular movie goers? Would you recommend it to horror movie fans? I don't even know I need to ask this. Uh, let's let's ask a different question. I recommend the bad nun. The bad okay okay. But skip the nun. Okay. Twenty seventeen. Okay. So here's the thing. But if you find a copy of Fuck Nun, <laughs> twenty eighteen. <laughs> Um, do do we assume all mockbusters suck? Yeah, I'm gonna say probably. So if you recognize something as a mockbuster, so, is it just a hard pass? I think mockbuster was a term that came in in the in this era of the asylum. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because back in the day, like uh, early '80s, the Italians would come out with these. Oh yeah. yeah. By the dozen for every hit that came out. Yeah. And those were worth watching. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. You want to see a shitty Jaws ripoff? It's oh, going to yeah. be funny, isn't There's it? There's tons of them. Yeah. It's going to be just hilarity. Yeah. And they're entertaining. And, you know, they're, they're decent directors, like, knocking those off. Yeah. Yeah. They're, that's, they're well shot. That's what uh, I wish these mockbusters were, you know, at least... The Roger Corman kind of right. gives somebody a, who wants a chance to make a movie a Ex- chance to make a movie. Exactly. And, I, mean, I think uh, on Corman, you think like uh, Piranha. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know? Piranha. I mean, Corman himself, you know, had some pretty terrible movies, but he at least tried, you know, and yeah. he, got, he gave a lot of people a chance. Which yeah, was, was that great. was Joe Dante, wasn't it? Yeah. Joe Dante, Cameron, all sorts of people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people oh, yeah. started did Piranha Two. Yes, Piranha Two, <laughs> the flying killers. Yeah, yeah, a lot of people. A got sequel their start. that's better than the original, <laughs> <laughs> like Godfather Two, like Godfather Two, like Godfather yeah. Three. It's, yeah, it's like, <laughs> right. <laughs> it's all in that same sort of, uh, you know, Godfather Three, Flying Mafia. Ooh, so. Um, if I recognize something as a mockbuster, it's just a hard pass from now on. I'm just, I'm yeah, only. If, I, if it's made in the last 20 years. Yeah. 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 Going through uh, Prime, I always have to look at the dates and it's right. like, oh, 2012. That's, it's too soon. It'll be, it'll just be straight up crap. It won't have anything. There won't be any redeeming charm. None. You know, not like a movie like Mother's Day. All right. Full right. of redeeming charms. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There's some value there. Or Blood Rage, which we're watching next week for Thanksgiving. Oh, you yeah. Know, you know, it's we, my yearly Thanksgiving movie. Yeah. Yeah. We should, uh, we should consider... 
I know there is really nothing good that isn't just garbage that that's Thanksgiving related as far as like thanks killing and all that kind of garbage. Uh, so I'm not sure what we should do uh, other than are you guys up for watching Dr. Sleep? Like is it now will be warned. It's over two hours. It's like two and a half hours and it's a sequel to the shining. I like the shiny. So but is it the sequel to the movie or the book? Well, or the mini series, or a combination thereof. <laughs> I think it's a combination thereof. Yeah. Ooh, so it's based I'm off, sure it'll be good. It's based off the book, but it it's, it works in the Kubrick stuff. Okay. So here's the thing about this: I'm hearing good stuff. I'm not hearing, oh God, why they do this. I mean, the people who like horror who have seen this are saying good things about it. Yeah. So, if we can figure out a time. Okay. So. Let's consider that as a possibility uh, for the next episode. I love how we keep our listeners clued in. Uh-huh. Uh, any other suggestions, considering that we're creeping up on our 200th episode soon, because our next one will be, um, this is 198, I believe. Okay. So. I thought for 200, we could talk about movies that got us into horror. Right. Yeah. And some, maybe some retrospective. And some that may have gotten us out of horror. Three <laughs> <laughs> <Dream> from hell. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was, I was, I was thinking the same thing, Julian. Like we could talk about our, our, you know, like we did our foundations of horror episode. Maybe we could also do a little retrospective of out of the two hundred episodes. What were some of the highlights? We know what the low light was for you, Will. <laughs> yeah, let's just edit together all Will's reviews of films and call it a highlight show. <laughs> just a, yes. just 90 minutes of Will ex- <laughs> exhaling. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I think, uh, yeah, we should, that. we should definitely consider our, our uh, 200th episode to be that. What, and and what, then, then for Christmas, I, w- I want to, uh, so this might be another mockbuster sort of episode, but uh, we should try and find a Christmas horror that we haven't seen before. I that's agree gonna, with that. That's going to that be tough, good. but yeah, let's do it. Okay. Well, um, I had a, a coworker tell me that she listened to the show, and that then she asked me, uh, "Do you watch any other movies besides horror movies?" <laughs> oh yeah, mostly. And I was like, "Yeah, I watch other movies, but I always wonder." When something bad's gonna happen to these people? <laughs> it definitely colors. Like Fifty minutes into a rom com, I'm starting to think no one's killing these yeah, people. There's no sexual switcheroo. In this there are no sexual si- switcheroo. <laughs> I love it. Uh, so if we are able to watch Doctor Sleep before next week, or the Monkbuster, or the, the Doctor Z's, or Zads. <laughs> That's right. Uh, shall we call it a show? It's a show. Hey, listeners, it's a show. Thank you for listening. Time bananas. <laughs>